Sounds good, right? Sounds real good, man. Sounds great. You sound understand. (laughs) Man, that sounds really good. I need a... So what's up, brother? Much, you want to start the podcast yeah, right let's now? Yeah, let's get started. Let's fucking go into it. Let's fucking go. Arnold Schwarzenegger, 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 Arnold uh, welcome to Bell Atlantic. Did you guys have Bell Atlantic? Yeah, you know, we had Bell In- South over here. Well, it's the same thing. Yeah, didn't they have that? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, I got the guitar with me today. Oh, welcome to this week's episode of the Flophouse Presents. Do 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 do. We missed last week. We did. How do you feel about that? Oh yeah, I am your uh, I am your host Pickle. Um, in case you didn't know, and with me I have. Uh, Senor Richard, or no, uh, Senor Casablanca Shields. <laughs> Funny story, Shieldsy. Uh, <laughs> I found your, uh, I found your letter. My letter? What letter? Uh, dear Casablanca. Oh. Uh, the, the story that I had oh, for everybody. The letter yeah. you wrote for me then. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, basically, where I told everybody that your your middle name was Casablanca, and that so then it, that carries that to this day, people still think that's my middle name, which is glorious, and I still tell people it's my middle name. People are like, what? This is a great middle name. People are like, what's the C stand for? I always tell them Casablanca before I tell them my real name. <laughs> <laughs> I bet if you tell women that, like, you know, Katie's probably all like pissed off. She's like, now they're now they're in love with you. <laughs> You know, this is fucking retarded. <laughs> they just want to jump your bones and think you're going to tell them like some kind of poem, bring them on a French yacht and then murder them in a villa. It's what I do. Want? <laughs> <laughs> I romance and then murder. <laughs> hey, at least you give them one last good day. Right, that, I mean, you know, that's that's what everyone, most. everyone deserves at least one good last day. <laughs> yeah. And you are. You're you're the um the room. We gotta think of a good killer name for you. Like, you know, you know, like that's your if that's your mo. Like, what all you do is you you go around romancing women and then ending them <laughs> in a villa in France. You take them on these long plane rides. This is again pretty morbid. <laughs> uh, oh well, fuck it. <laughs> Who cares? Man. Um, I don't have any beer, so I don't really fucking care. Are we not recording? No, we are recording. Is that- I was gonna say it's been it's been like what two weeks we missed two weeks. No, we missed one week because we released last Friday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Man, it just it so seems been, like uh, man, it's been really. It was a Friday before. Yeah, we. It was basically two weeks missed because we missed it this weekend and we had, we're recording on a Tuesday. Yeah, we've been so, very busy. We have been busy, really, really busy. Uh, tell me a little something new about your life. Any anything. Did, how did your interview go with Mr. Chan? Did you uh, get the job? Yes, uh, Mr. Chan seemed very pleased with me when I uh, spoke with him and a couple of his, uh, let's say, kitchen cronies. So, yeah, they <laughs> they were really happy with me, and uh, which is great. So they're going to give me lots of money uh, to work in Mr. Chan's kitchen in my underwear for the rest of my life, hopefully. <laughs> or until yes. until a new Chinese place opens up down the street, but uh, yeah, I got the job. I'm excited. I graduated, and then oh, congratulations yeah. on that! I saw you got your graduation. I was like, how did you both graduate at the same oh, time? Yeah. Did you plan that? Well, actually, well, we didn't really plan it, but we kind of planned it. Uh, originally, I was going to try to get a firefighting position in Florida. Yeah. However, with the government shutdown, thank you, government. That's awesome. 
Um, <laughs> I could not get a job in Florida during that whole transition because of what was going on with government money. So I was okay. like, all right, I'll just get a Florida state fire fireman job. Um, in the state of Florida, you have to have like uh, a two-year degree in fire science technology from the state of Florida in order to be a Florida fireman. What? Yeah, so, um, which has its ups and downs. That's fucking... I can see... No, that's... Uh, it's bullshit. I can kind of see as a fireman, I kind of see where they're coming from. Three quarters of your residents are fucking 97 and above. Like everybody goes there to die. Yes, but everyone who's 97 above leaves their oven on or decides to put paper towels in their toaster or some crazy thing that causes I know, a fire. but your whole economy can't just be based off of fucking... Of a firefighting, it's not. Who's but anyway, Florida has it's the strictest rules when it comes to firefighting, but they are also the lowest paying state for firemen. So I was like, you know what? If I have to go to two years of school, I'm going to learn something completely new. And yeah, yeah. That's when I got my degree in IT security. And but my wife, the main reason we came to Florida is because my wife was going to school for two years uh, to become a hygienist. So I was like, cool. I'll just go to the same campus as her. And life will be sweet. My campus was nowhere near her campus, by the way. But uh, we oh, ended man. up graduating from the same school, which is great. So we graduated together, got to sit next together. And, you know, it made it. Did you wear any underwear underneath your uh, gown? I wore, I dressed up for the event. I wore a tie and a nice shirt and slacks and dress shoes. You, ah, man, I am disappointed in you. I would have expected that you'd have a nice shirt, nice shoes and tie on. However, the in-between would have been cut all out. You would have made sure that it was very special for your wife. So when you guys got back to the house, you just like lifted up your gown and you're like, looky Actually, Lou, I was, I've been free balling it the whole time. I was joking around about that, like zip tying uh, pant slacks, like just from the knees down, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah, they, about. You just we were joking about doing that, but uh, either way. Because, you know, God, it'd be so hot and uncomfortable underneath those robes all day in Florida. I was close. But we actually went to some, like, really high-end five-star restaurant that, after that. So I'm kind of thankful what? I wore clothes. Oh, screw high-end five-star No, man, I had the best steak of my life at this place. It was called, called Park Shore Grill in St. Petersburg, Florida. And it was amazing, man. Okay, so my philosophy was... I watch the cooking channel, right? In the home yeah. network or whatever. Anyway, high-end high restaurants like... always give you like a little piece of meat with like a garnish on it and like really decorative sauce on the plate. But really, it's not a lot of food, right? It's delicious, but not a lot. So Yeah, well, I, I mean, you're, you're going in there for flavor, yeah. not uh, quantity. So knowing that... Uh, quality against quality. Yeah, so knowing that, I was like, man, I'm going to order something where it tells me the poundage. You know, usually when you get steak, it tells you how much steak you're getting, like an ounce is. Yeah. So I was like, man, I'll get the filet mignon. I always feel like I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> I, the, the, I'm bad with words. Anyway, I got that really nice, tender, juicy piece of steak. Tell me you didn't say that in your interview with Mr. J. No, I didn't. Let me, I know I know how to cook a filet mignon. Yeah, anyway, so I think I got, I got, what was that? A 12 ounce? Yeah, 12 ounce peat cut. Anyway. It was so freaking good, man. The meat just like melted in your mouth. <laughs> I do. I I love I love me some uh, some delicious steak. I had some uh, some steak like that recently when I went on that um that romantic getaway with the wife. Yeah. How how did that go? We, I don't yeah. think we actually had a podcast. I, I think we did talk about it. Well, we we did talk about, it, but I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. Oh. How was the horseback riding well, and massages though? Uh. Well, we. F- Everything fucking we missed everything. Really, um, that sucks. Sorry. Yeah, uh, it was actually pretty, pretty shitty. So it was. It took forever to get the kids out of the car, uh, or to get them in the car to go drop them off with my brother. So here's what really fucking sucked. Like I talked to my brother three days before this, and I'm like, dude, you got to meet me. I was like, I have this itinerary plan. Like boom, 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 boom. I have these things to do with my yeah. wife. Well. I'm calling my brother. I'm calling Preston, right? You fucking dickhead. Uh, although he did come through in the end. But I'm calling him at like 1030. And I'm supposed to meet him at 1030. I'm like, Preston, where are you? His phone is dead. It's not even on. And he had called me the night before. And I said, you better make sure you set an alarm. 
I was like, you better fucking wake up because he was drinking and he called me. And then I called my mom. I'm like, mom, where the fuck is Preston? And then she's like, oh, hold on. Let, you know, let me get dressed and I'll go and check. So she goes to his house. He's sleeping. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So right away, it's like gun shooting is out of the out of the out of the market. We can't go gun shooting. We've missed our appointment. So now we have to go horseback riding. Well, I tell Callie this. Um, I say, hey, we're not going to be able to do this. And she's like, oh, fuck that. I want to go gun gun shooting. If you know Callie, yeah. you know that she is really like she gets set in her ways. And like if you don't give her her way, she's not like necess- necessarily like uh, I'd say rude, but she's kind of like a five year old. Uh- <laughs> Let's just call it gung ho. She's really gung ho with whatever she sets yeah. her mind to. <laughs> yeah no she's like she's like no you said we were gonna do this and i'm like oh fine so we go shooting which was awesome we had a great time and she shot really good she shot straight which was cool she didn't have a very good grouping um however she shot straight mm-hmm. so i think that was the best i mean her uh, i'd say her shot was like uh up and down between six inches apart uh but they're all in one line and it was straight and it, yeah that was just that's just a little little adjustment that she needs to make for a shooting. Yeah. Um, she did pretty good with the shotgun, uh, the 12 and 20 gauge. And um, then she used like a tactical shotgun. But that was just, you know, as joke, she's not going to have that. She was looking for something for protection. But, yeah, she got like five or six handguns. Um, she didn't like the Glock, which I was happy because I don't like the Glock either. Uh, so that was awesome. And she didn't like the nine. I think she liked the SIG the most. Uh, and we might be getting it for her here soon. Nice. Um, I'm debating on whether I should get her a pink one. I don't think she'd dig that. Um, anyway, though, uh, so while we're shooting, I get back to my car, and lo and behold, I have a voicemail, and it's from the horseback riding place asking, or no, from the massage place saying, hey, uh, it's 1 o'clock, and your massage is supposed to start now oh man <laughs> and you're not here and i'm like shit so i call them i get to reschedule it for tomorrow but i had to pay 75 dollars extra and it was a 250 dollars massage so it's like you know i'm gonna pay that extra 75 bucks or i'm out 250 yeah you know That's- so now it's a 325 dollars massage let me say it was worth it it was awesome it was for like an hour and a half i only remember like the first 15 minutes and i woke up and my back hurt a lot and my anus. It was weird. I'm not sure what happened. From the massage? <laughs> no, I was just making sure you fuckers are still listening. Um, I was like, I thought it was for tomorrow. <laughs> no, uh, so yeah, I missed the massage. But we got it rescheduled for the next day. So we get back and we're like, all right. Um, you know, our horseback riding starts at 3. And we got there around like 2. Or no, our horseback riding starts at 4. So... We're like, okay, let's just get dressed and we'll go horseback riding. Well, they had two sides to the paper, right? One side told us where to go to the horseback riding. Uh, Callie did not read the other side, which, or <laughs> Callie read the other side, which told you how to get to the picnic uh, basket place. Mm-hmm. Well, we went to the picnic basket place, which was like 40 minutes out of the way. And we left 45 minutes early to get to the place. So we are about like 10 miles away. And uh, we call up or no, we didn't call anybody Uh, there. (laughs) Again, the place that we're staying at, the spa that we're staying at calls us up and they're like, hey, um, you know, are you guys going to make it to the to the horseback? Yeah, yeah, we're right near. We're uh, we're near. We're on this road. There there was some they were like there was some construction in the road. So we had to take a detour. But, you know, we're good. Uh, It says we should be there in like five minutes. And she's like, there's no construction going that way. Uh, Which way did you go? And we told her and she's like, no, you're not supposed to go to the camp or to the picnic place first. And I'm like, why don't you give us two papers? Don't just print it on one side and then the other side on the back. This is confusing. (laughs) So missed the horseback riding. So uh, you probably had to get on the horse and the horse. You probably rode the horse to the picnic place, right? Was that the end goal ultimately? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it was just like an hour and a half long uh, horseback riding thing. Uh, and then you drive um, to the picnic place and go hiking oh, up this mountain. And you bring your – it's like a really neat I, a mountain that I only saw from afar that I never got to hike up. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But then they let us reschedule our horseback riding for the next day at noon. Um, so after we've already missed the three of our appointments, one of them we were actually able to do the, the shooting range. Then we go back and we have dinner planned for, I think it was uh, seven o'clock. So we go back to the room. We get back. I proceed to drink all the champagne that I ordered for Callie because <laughs> she doesn't really like drinking. Mm. So after her half glass, I had the rest of the bottle. And then I was like, what is this? Is this free? And I called room service. And apparently they give you – it was like such a high-class hotel. They give you complimentary big giant bottles of sherry. Wow, okay. Like in one of those, in one of those like nice pouring glasses with like the cool glass – and so I proceeded to drink that entire bottle and got pretty drunk. Um, and then we went to dinner and the dinner was pretty fucking good. Um, I got like, so I just, I went all out. Like I was like, man, every, like there was lobster soup, oh, nice. lobster salad. I was able to get lobster soup, lobster and fruit salad, and then filet mignon. It's filet mignon. Now I know. <laughs> filet mignon. <laughs> Yeah, fillet. Right, some words I just can't pronounce. I'm just going to drop it. <laughs> so, so you get lots uh, of lobster and steak. <laughs> yeah, so filet mignon and lobster. And uh, to top it off, I had lobster ice cream. That's a and, thing? Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> I would totally uh, try it. Be- I would try it anyway because I love ice oh, cream. I love, I love lobster. Oh, why not? After all three courses of lobster, I was ready for more lobster. Um, but no, I had just like some some ice cream and then Callie ordered a bottle of wine. And oh, man, dude, it was a hundred and eighty dollar bottle of wine. And I had no idea. They were just coming around. And they're like, hey, would you like this wine? Right. And she tried it and she's like, oh, that's really good. And I was like, let's have a bottle. <laughs> like, I'm like, she finally likes an alcohol. <laughs> oh, man. Go, go uh, for it. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's our not our honeymoon, but like our anniversary. Yeah. So it was like, you know, go out and have a good time and, you know, do stuff that we don't normally get to do. You know, we're stuck with the kids all the fucking time. So it's like, you know, our, our date nights are like, you know, we're, we go to the gym, we'll work out and then go to Chick-fil-A <laughs> <laughs> and get, get a chicken, chicken salad and hurry home. You know, you got to splurge once in a while and have a, have a nice romantic weekend. But yeah, we ended up getting all of our activities done. It just wasn't done in the order I had planned so, but uh, on all, yeah, 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 good times, man. Um, Definitely enjoyed that trip. So if you ever, if you're ever in Pennsylvania and you go and you want to go to the Poconos to like a romantic place and you gotta, you know, if and you want to waste a lot of money, (laughs) go to the French Manor. (laughs) The French, yeah, it was called the French Manor. It was really cool. Well, I'm gonna say congratulations again, just for the sake of the podcast on your anniversary. It's awesome. And I'm also going to say, maybe next time, don't give Callie clues. So if you miss an event, you don't end up missing everything else. <laughs> oh, but the clues were my favorite the part. The clues are great, but like once you get her mind set on something, like <laughs> you could have made all of the other appointments had you not uh, you know, gone to that first one that you already missed. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, I could have. But uh, well, it's, it sounds like you had a great time. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was definitely it was worth it. Wow, world wonder scene in Indiana Jones. Uh, no, that's not very good. Hey, do you see this? Uh, I know you're not like a really big, uh, big news person, and I know we kind of, no, we didn't really touch on it. But do you see this like, a fucking? You know, in California, there's a huge drought right now, yeah. right? And all these like piece of shit celebrities and their big ass fucking houses and like pools and shit it's like oh my god man like you're in a drought yet your your grass is greener than my grass and it rains near me and you're supposed to be like conserving water yet you continue to waste ah i get so fucking mad about these stupid ass people like the kardashians for instance the pieces of shit all of them, every single one of them, the fucking the guy who's pretending to be a woman just so he could remain in the limelight, the fucking and I, I don't care if he says he is and I'm being insensitive. I don't believe him. 
bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on that guy. Uh, maybe other people not calling bullshit on them. That guy, he's no, you can't trust a fucking Kardashian. <laughs> the rest of them, they're all pieces of shit. Uh, and the Kanye West guy that they're married to, uh, I don't know if I, you were I watching it. I hate that dude, man. I that guy's a freaking idiot. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking god awful retarded. Like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? And you know, I don't. Here's what I don't get. Like, if you look at a lot of his music, it is some racist bullshit. Like, it is, you know, like, if I ever made white songs like that, I would be put on a flagpole and, like, to be killed. <laughs> like, I would be lynched and ran out of America. I mean, well, no, because, I mean, there's still, like, super racist people. But still, at the same time, as a musician, I would never be able to say the crap uh, that that he says. And it's just, like... You know, I mean, I don't know. <sighs> I sh fucking stupid idiot. I hate him. You know, there, there's my this yeah, is a little, a rant this about is a that little piece off of shit. Topic, but since we're speaking of artists, today I watched uh, HBO has a documentary on Kurt Cobain. Seems like something you'd be interested in. What is it called? Um, Kurt, Co Kurt, it's a documentary on Kurt Cobain. Doc Kurt Cobain documentary, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it was on HBO it underneath doc, uh, documentaries. It said Kurt Cobain. I was like, okay, click. I think it's called uh, Montage of Heck or something like that, maybe. Oh, dude, you saw yeah, it? Yeah, it was great. Montage of yeah, Heck? Yeah, it was, it was great, man. Um, Oh, man, I want to see it. I heard it's, like, amazing. Yeah, it's great. Like, the guy, uh, he had, like, a real interesting, <laughs> like, he confesses things, like, because it goes through his diaries. So, like, things that I'm like, man, I don't know if I'd want that out there, but. <laughs> Like, well, they took his diaries yeah, after he was dead. Yeah, but still, like he, he apparently he tried to sleep with like uh, a mentally a challenged retarded. girl and stuff. Like I that. read, I read those diaries. Yeah, yeah. So I know most of that. But it, it's just, yeah, that's it's, it's really good. And he, they they talked to his uh, wife and some of his you know his an older girlfriend he had. And um, I was hoping they would interview his daughter too, but they don't do that. So she was one of the like producers on. Yeah, it, but she didn't. She didn't want to, I was reading an article about it. She didn't, she's like, I don't, she's like, what am I going to say? I didn't even know Kurt. Like yeah. she doesn't call him dad or anything. She's like, you know, he killed himself when I was two years old. Yeah. He would, she said, this movie is the closest I've ever been to him. Like the most I've ever learned about him. But, uh, it was, uh, it was really interesting. It's a, it's a long watch. It's almost three hours long, but it's, uh, it's really good. Really? Yeah. yeah. I might need to borrow your HBO Go, um, account so I can watch this. What say you? Okay. HBO Go, man. We'll work that out after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you didn't hear that podcast, people. All 200 listeners, these are my credentials. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's R, L, M. Screw you. I can't believe that's already on HBO. That's kind of crazy because I was, I, it just got released in the movie theaters like, uh, I'd say a month and a half well, ago. Yeah, but I think it was a limited theater release. It wasn't like in all theaters. Um, it was like it was a limited theater, but I figured it would it would have taken like a little while. I mean, I'm gonna get it on on Blu-ray whenever it comes on Blu-ray. It was yeah, it was really good. Actually, I think it's HBO produced. I think it's an actual HBO like led documentary, but uh, I could be wrong on that. But I think you're wrong on okay, that. Okay, but anyway, I'm pretty sure it was great. Pretty it was sure. great. I think that you'd enjoy watching it and. Uh, yeah, I've been looking forward to that movie actually for about a year and a half now. When I first heard about it uh, being made in 2013, heard about it being made. So I've been looking forward to it for a while. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you dug it. I'm going to dig it. I know it. Um, <laughs> I am a huge Nirvana fan. I've uh, actually, I just pulled down in like a Nirvana poster, like a, uh, not a poster, but you know, like a show poster where it says like, we're playing this night. Yeah. Like a concert poster or something. And, yeah. And it's a nevermind one from 1992 and I need to frame it. I just found it. And, uh, one of my, <laughs> one of my tubes of like poster holders or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> the only reason I found it too, is cause we were trying to have a group. There was like a, uh, city block wide or what is it called? Like a, just a block party garage sale, like yeah. where everybody brought their shit out. And nobody bought anything from me, but I found some posters and 
some other cool cool things. So oh. I found that uh, uh, free or FU Class Charlie t-shirt. That was awesome. You sent me that picture. Uh, and actually, I just got off stage when you sent it to me. That's why I didn't respond for a long time. But uh, yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I was showing it to everyone in my family. It's was like, remember when I told you guys I was accused of drugs? <laughs> and I showed it to them, and they thought it was pretty awesome. And I was like, yeah, the, the yeah. guys all over the boat were wearing this. <laughs> Yeah, and I found some of our original. Um, I found some of our original uh, Flophouse T-shirts too, so that's pretty that's cool. That's awesome. You know, you know. <laughs> speaking of stuff from back in the day, uh, Caleb gave me like various things through like for like Christmas and birthdays and stuff. But he gave me a poster of like uh, some chick like dressed up kind of like Clockwork Orange, and he gave me yeah. a Betty Page plaque. And I still have both of them everywhere. And, and Kathleen always hangs them up, well, you know, like in the new house, wherever, whenever we go somewhere, like they're always, yeah. which I'm amazed. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> the poster's like framed all nice and everything. So like, I'm like, hey man, I, I, I like, I have nothing to show that I was in Japan, but I have things from Japan that are just fun memories to hang around and things for I the picked up one. <laughs> I picked up one souvenir from Japan and that was when I was leaving Japan and that was at the airport and I picked up a thing of uh, of chopsticks. That was my <laughs> one souvenir that I bought from Japan. Like, I could have bought so many things when I think back to it. But no, I spent my money on booze and then eventually chopsticks. And I only have one of those chopsticks left. I have no idea where the other one is. So uh, it's a useless. I have is a little samurai helmet that's a beer opener. And I, was using, I used it so much when I came home that it actually broke. So I don't even have it anymore. Oh. But like, I was talking to my brother. He was in the army, and he has like little things that he's, you know, picked up from different countries he's been to. And I was like, you know, I was in Japan for four years. I have nothing to show for except for a whole bunch of half naked pictures at the flophouse. So I was like, but really, I have no <laughs> no thing that was, you know from Japan. I was like, you know, I got all my I got my brothers both and my dad, uh, um, katana, katanas, katanas. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. Katana, katana. Katana. There we go. Yeah, I got them katanas. I got all the. That's a sword. Yeah, it's right? a sword. And I got, uh, I got all the girls in my family, my sisters and my mom. I got them. Um, how were those porcelain dolls called? Uh, geisha. Yeah, yeah, geisha dolls. There you <laughs> go. Man, I'm, I'm out of it today. But uh, yeah, so I, 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 you know, I bought stuff for my family that I would mail off, but I never <laughs> buy anything for myself. To say, hey, I was here for a long time. So now, uh, now that Kathleen's still in, every time we go somewhere, we try to get something, you know, from that area to represent that we were there. But <laughs> I have nothing from overseas, nothing from all the countries I've ever been to, nothing that says, "Oh, I was in Guam." <laughs> yeah, just yeah. I I I have one thing from Australia, and that's a a pack of cigarettes that says Winfield on them. See, that, and it, that's not really just because I'm from Winfield. So I was like, I got to get this. Here's a good souvenir, <laughs> a pack of cigarettes. Like I did, I want, I should have got a didgeridoo. Um, I could have bought so many cool things. I my walking stick when I climbed up, was it, was it Mount Fuji yeah, yeah, in Japan? When I went up Mount Fuji, I have no idea where that walking stick is. I have no freaking clue. I had one. I did it. I climbed. I got my notches in it, and now it's gone. Um, I can't even find my my shell back. Uh, I I lose. I have lost everything. You know what? Like, I don't even know where my shell back ceremony uh, poster you was, know, and I got it framed. You know what pissed me, pissed me off about the shell back ceremony? I went through two of them. The first one was on the Essex. And yeah. I left before the posters came in and no one thought to send my poster to my new command you know, or my certificate or whatever, right? Okay. I, I did somehow get a card though. <laughs> so when I went to the second, my second ship, I was able to participate in the ceremonies, not as a shell, uh, you know, as a sh shell back already, not as a, you know, polywog. Yeah. So, uh, but I didn't get a certificate there because I wasn't like initiated through that ship. So I was like, dang it. So I don't have any certificate other than a cart, that little cart wallet card that you get. Um, yeah. And I don't have that anymore either. So I have no proof of me being a shell back other than the memories of me going through that ceremony. Okay. So I did shell back and you did shell back and both of us don't have the certificate. However, however, 
Callie did not participate. And she has a certificate. And she, she has a certificate. She didn't even participate at all. She stayed in her rack and went to sleep. She said, no, I'm not doing that. That's dumb. And they gave every single buddy on the boat one, even the people that didn't participate. And we still have hers in the garage. You know what I did, actually? Go fucking fit. I'm going to scratch her name out and put mine on in there. On my second ship, they, you know, they do the same thing. They make it for every sailor, and it's up to your command to, like, just, you know, divvy them out. My first class didn't go through the ceremony, and I, I loathed that dude, right? So he took his, his certificate up. He rolled it up all proud that he gets the cert. Or that's, yeah, you know, the, whatever. Anyway, so, um, and I snatched it out of his hands. I'm like, you didn't fucking do this, motherfucker. And I ripped him to shreds from his face. <laughs> oh, man. <Okay. laughs> he was a first class in for like 15 years or something, right? His first time becoming a shell bag. And he didn't really do the ceremony because uh, our department actually got banned. Because we destroyed the mess decks for breakfast that day, we were real excited. We had a food fight, and oh, nice! Yeah, so it's always good to have food fights. I don't see why that would be bad. I used to when I was mess cranking. I used to put salt in the sugar <laughs> before everybody woke up, just to fuck with every single person on, on the boat. our first ship. Everyone ate breakfast in the hangar bay because they knew everyone was going to get excited and throw around food. Right? It's kind of like what you do. But on my second ship, they're like, "No, we're going to do it in a really nice, just renovated." galley and uh which was ridiculous so anyway they got banned and then like last minute the captain changed his mind said yeah air department go and go and at that point my first class was like i'm not doing it anymore so uh yeah i ripped up a certificate because he's an asshole <laughs> Fuck that, man. so um yeah man it sucks i don't have like much to show for being a sailor other than crazy stories where I have to like call and verify two things. Number one, I do have a friend named Pickle, and number two, <laughs> Pickle can verify all the stories I just told. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely do exist. Uh, I took you outside, man. It is fucking. It's so hot and in my basement, and I got no air conditioning down there. So all you people are just gonna have to deal with it. It was ninety degrees today. There's no wind out there. So here we go. So we're outside. Sound okay. Do I? Yeah, you sound. I mean, I, yeah, you, I should be yeah, good. Yeah, you sound just fine. I mean, we might hear that random car come past, but it's all good. I'm not worried about random uh, car. Uh, anyway, man, so Callie and I have been working out early in the morning. Yeah. That's going, that's going well. Actually, a lot better than I thought it would. I thought I'd be like, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> but uh, I'm like, okay, it's 530 in the morning, and I jump up, and I go. So, yeah, I'm I'm doing better than I thought I would be doing with it. I figured I'd be like, no, yeah, I, I I just I'm not. What time? Not very motivated as of late. In the office, when you work. Uh, well, I really just go whenever I want. So, but I try to make it there by nine. Oh, okay. I usually make it by nine oh five nine between like nine and nine thirty. I make it there. Mister Mister Chan, he wants me. Well, he says he doesn't care. But Mr. Chan says he wants me in the office probably around 6 because that's usually when Mr. Chan's supervisor over me gets in and lets me work closely with them to learn how to cook in the kitchen. So uh, I was like, man, that means I have to get up by like 4 o'clock if I want to work out in the morning. <laughs> what? Who would want you to work at 6? Are you serious? That's what well, they asked you? Well, I, you know, nothing, nothing's official yet. So I still have to work things out with... Oh, the no, chef. they definitely... So, they, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't okay. know what time my chef gets in. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's that thing. Uh, you don't need to keep calling it Mr. Chan. I just uh, think it's fun to pretend that I'm working with Mr. Chan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you can still still keep thinking that. Um, the, guy that you would, the guy that you are going to be working close with, he's in Texas. So if you were to be in work, you know, by 6, he would then be in work by, like, 4... <laughs> so oh, he would be waking up at two. Okay. Yeah, so they got sense. they got the time schedule. Yeah, wrong. I think yeah, he he probably did get mixed up. Chinese people don't know time. Because <laughs> I know he works. I know he he um because so the thing like with the job, uh, like when you come work with us, uh, I mean yeah you have set hours, but then like, I I mean I don't know about you, but I'm always ended up doing stuff like after this podcast i'll probably log on for an hour and work maybe like yeah maybe get on for an hour and and do some things and catch up and make sure that like 
I'm ready for tomorrow. So like, you know, you'll, you'll do that. You'll find yourself doing that. I guarantee you. And so you don't have to like worry about like, Oh, did I put enough hours? Did I come in early enough? Or, you know, did I, did I log in and start working early enough? Because eventually in the long run, you're going to find yourself one day on like a Saturday and like, there's going to be nothing to do. You're not going to want to play video games. And you're like, Oh, I'm going to fix that problem and work. (laughs) And you're going to log in and just start working. And then you're gonna be like, "Why am I working right actually, now?" That, or at least that's me because it's enjoyable. That's how that's how today was. Actually, I was like, "Man, I can play video games today all day." I was like, "I'm pretty pumped and excited about it." And I get down, I get in front of my PlayStation, and I was like, uh, "I don't, I don't feel like playing anything." I kind of wish I was working right now. <laughs> so did you start working? No, I, I don't. Uh, I my last day was yesterday. What? I thought your last. I put in. How did you put I it? I put in my two. You weeks. put in two. Yeah, I put in my two weeks, and then I was like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put in two weeks, but I put it in earlier than. Uh, like I, I put it <laughs> shortly after I, I got accepted. So, but uh, I was yeah. So, but this gives me time for my big last celebration with my family because my niece is graduating soon. Um. My mom has a birthday. My parents have an anniversary. My brother's going to China. I don't know if I brought that up. My brother's going to China. No, you yeah. didn't. Why is he going to China? So my brother is an Imagineer. Um, oh, at, yeah, at what? Disney. So, oh yeah, at Disney. Yeah, so basically, for those who don't know, an Imagineer, um, when you go to the Disney parks and you're like, "Wow, who creates all this? And how does it get here? And how is it built?" Um, you have Imagineers that either you know they design the park and then other Imagineers build the park. So my brother is the guy that builds the park. He's in charge of making sure everything gets done properly. So fan, uh, Fantasy World Land, yeah, Fantasy Land just got done, and he, that was like his his project. And in Fantasy Lands in China? No, no. Uh, well, that was in that was in Disney World. Just kind of give people who might have gone recently an idea of what he does. But um, apparently oh. they're making a Disney World in China, and that project needs his supervisory skills and he'll be going over there until december uh, but uh they should get him out to disneyland in california to renovate that piece of fucking shit yeah so Sorry. i brought your opinionated view to my brother <laughs> to get his opinion and although he says he himself he doesn't work with the california team because my other brother actually does work California team. Both my brothers are Disney Imagineers. Both of them work on the construction side. Um, How do they both end up doing that? My when my brother got out of the army, he actually held some sort of position at Disney uh, ever since he got back from the army and kind of worked his way up the chain to an Imagineer position. It took him years to do it, but he finally did it. Once he did it, my brother, who has always held my other brother. Um, who's always held really high positions in construction as well. He's managed like building hospitals and actually both of my brothers actually helped build Universal Studios, uh, Islands of Adventure and everything. So they have tons of experience with building theme parks, construction, and huge projects. Um, so when my brother John got his position first, after a couple years, my brother David's like, hey, I really kind of want to do this too. So he submitted his resume. <laughs> um you know, focusing on his park experience and everything. So they hired him. He actually works on the California team. Uh, so they're on totally different projects than what, you know, than from each other. So I'm very proud of both of them. They both have pretty awesome jobs. Um, Not as cool as your job. My job is awesome, too. I'm pretty excited about it. I don't do it yet. But <laughs> I will be. I'm pumped. <laughs> so I can't wait to get Mr. Chance kitchen. <laughs> make that soy sauce. Oh, I'm going to make it some General Sal. <laughs> oh, man. You want the General Sal? I'm going to give it to you now. Yeah, so he's going to be going to China. And I forget why we actually got on this topic. But anyway, yeah, I was spending time with family. So, yeah, we're trying to get as much time with him as we can as possible. And I'm pretty excited, though, because now I get to go. I have an excuse to go to China and see the Great Wall of China. And this time I will bring home a souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should bring me with you. Let's go, man. That would be that'd be the perfect. Uh, you you were saying you wanted to get me like a gift, so I think that would be the gift. That's uh, that's that's what I've decided on. I'll pay for your admission right. to see the Great Wall of China if you pay for travel and accommodations. Uh, that doesn't work. 
I don't think I like that oh. deal. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> no, I do have oh, an idea uh, as a thank you for you, but I can't tell you. It's going to take me a while to get it done, though, because I actually have to get with Kelly for input. But I have a great idea. I think you're really oh. going to like what I have in mind. But I can't Rumor do it until like I get, <laughs> get the job start getting paid money. <laughs> yeah, I know. Got to start making the, making the hay. Oh, man. So... Fuck, dude, I'm I'm fucking exhausted from these these last few weeks and fucking work. I am so ready for bed. Uh, did we talk about finishing Daredevil? I finished oh, it. Did you yeah, finish yeah. it? I thought that was great. Uh, I love that that show or that series. Yeah, I'm. As I was finishing that up, my buddy told me to start watching Arrow. Yeah. Uh, so I watched one episode of that. And it's fucking awesome. I, I don't know if you've watched. Yeah, I haven't watched Arrow, but I did watch one episode of Flash, and I was like, "This is stupid." So really, yeah, I did not like it at all. I was like, "This is ridiculous," and I was like, oh, "If this man. is of Arrow is anything like Flash, which I can only but assume assume that it is because it's like the same universe and they cross over in each other's shows." I was like, "I don't know." Uh, it just seemed really cheesy. But you're more, that's DC, right? Well, yeah. So you're well, more I, you know, Marvel. I am mostly a Marvel fan. If I had to choose, you know, only reading one kind of comic would probably be. Is it because Disney owns Marvel now? Actually, no, that's not the reason. Actually, as, oh, granted, yes, I do like Disney. When Disney uh, first purchased Marvel, I was worried. I was like, oh, no. I was like, don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't ruin Marvel. But actually, I've been really happy with everything Disney has done with Marvel. So, uh, like, the Marvel movies are great. The Marvel, yeah, you know, you know, just everything that they're doing with with it so far. Oh, uh, you know, it's my favorite comic movie that has come out. Um, the Punisher. I just love that movie. The first one. Or I think the it's second the number one? one. Both. I haven't seen the second one yet. I wasn't sure there was even oh, part two. I, it was all a joke. No. I don't really like that movie. We went to go see Age of Ultron, and I, admittedly, I did not like it as much as the first one. However, it was still a great movie. I have not seen it. I don't know. I'm not really excited to see it. I don't know if I'm a very big fan of the Avengers. Um, I'm <clears throat> more of a fan of Captain America. So I'm looking forward to the new Captain America when it comes out. Um, but I'm not really a, I don't know. I just, it's so many different stories all at the same time. It's hard to freaking keep track yeah, of. Yeah, it is a lot of stories. Yeah. I mean, it's cool to see like all my, my number ones there, but <clears throat> they're not really all my number ones. If I could pick some number ones, it's going to be from the X-Men world, you know, because I love Wolverine and I love Gambit. I need to see more movies about Gambit, you know, just one little brief freaking appearance. Uh, is not not satisfying me. I, I agree, um, but I think okay. So Fox makes the X Men movies, and I hate what they have done. Like they don't stick with the story at all. There's so many plot holes in the X Men movies that's ridiculous. Oh, I'm not saying they did it <laughs> yeah. good. I, I I don't think they did it did it any justice. I like the cartoons and I like the comic. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, I could give a shit less. <laughs> Um, I'll watch the movies, but I'm not all that interested in them, but I just want a really good one. I want them to make one good one. Like I'm so disappointed that like the, basically the Wolverine origin stories have sucked. The guy who plays Wolverine is pretty awesome. Yes. But I think like the storyline that they've given him in every movies is just balls. It's terrible. I, I don't know. I, I think they could do a whole lot better with the character and yeah, you know what I was thinking too? Hey, um, and maybe you can answer this for me and, or just give me your opinion. Do you think it's impossible to kill the Hulk? No, it's not impossible to kill the Hulk. Here's why I think it's impossible to kill the Hulk. Uh, you know, when he's talking about um, killing himself. Yeah. And as soon as he pulled the trigger, he turned into the green Hulk. Yeah. Maybe it's impossible. The second he feels pain, he turns into that guy. Um, and then he cannot die. You know, okay, so how, how about, unless it's old how age, it has to be old age. It's like, kill him. 
Okay. And also, do you think his dick is big? Because oh, it, you I know, would only imagine that it's gigantuous. But well, here's the reason I don't think it's very big because his pants. Look at his pants; they never rip around the crotch region. Yeah, but there's just certain things you. How did these small little pants? There's just certain things you're not going to show. Like not these things were initially aimed at children, right? In comics, I would say have grown with their audience, so I wouldn't say they're all for children anymore. But still, well, you know, something that was came out in what? Uh, when did the whole come out? I disagree. Like the seventies. 60s, I think like 67. I think he came out in the, around the 70s. The Hulk did. I'm not. I'm not sure. Anyway, something that's aimed at children though is not going to have a big old flopping green dick, you know, spanning across <laughs> its pages. They don't need to. Um, uh, they don't need to have his dick big and flopping. But at least give me a preview through the pants. <laughs> like. Just let me see the outline of it. And it came out. The Incredible Hulk was May 1962. Oh, 62. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, yeah. Just I don't want to see. I don't want to see that. I really don't. Okay. So, uh, have you ever seen Watchmen? Uh, no. Okay. So it's another comic book movie uh, that came. Out I know what it is. I just haven't. Watched it's a terrible it. movie as well. But there's a scene right where that blue guy in the movie, he could like uh, replicate himself, right? So there's like ten of him in the scene. And then all of them, you see his blue dick. And I was like, what the hell am I watching? What, what are the two dicks on the screen at once? I was like, this is a terrible movie. <laughs> Look at that. Right? I was like, good gosh. Katie, get in here. You're going to be aroused. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's a blue dick. There's a blue dick. I was like, God <laughs> gracious. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Oh, man. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of like where it goes to uh, uh, Reed Richards. That's his name, yeah, right? Yeah. From Fantastic Four. Like, does his dick can you extend? I, I would only you know? imagine that it can. That's got to be cool. But can he do it on the. Uh, well, he could do it with his hand. I wonder what, like, what kind of brain power it'll take. Or if you'll need, like, if you would just need, like, a lot of stimulation for it to just continue to grow. I would imagine a lot and of if, stimulation because, like, he could move forward his hand and stretch it out because your hand you can naturally move forward and extend out anyway. So stretching is well. Just, you used to be able to make your wiener flop up and well, down, which was hilarious. Yeah, but to actually say, "Hey, I'm going to use my penis to wrap around this person and to hold them down," I don't think that's going to happen because, like, it's not I'm a muscle not that about can work like using that. His <laughs> I'm not thinking about him using his penis as a superhero. I mean, <laughs> maybe in bed with the ladies. <laughs> That's the only place I could see this being useful. But I would, yeah, I would imagine the more roused he is, the even more that it could extend and stretch out, I would assume. I don't know. <laughs> that makes, that makes you sense. You know, speaking of, of, I guess, penis science, that's what we're having here, fictional penis science. Do you think that if you're in wa a body of water, right, and you're trying to re maintain buoyancy... Do you think an erect penis or a floppy penis is more buoyant in water? Like, what would float um, better on its own? I think my floppy penis floats a lot better. I would imagine so, but... Uh, well, do you, do you know something different well, than me? I don't know. Because I mean, when I'm laying in the bath, I know... Well, so, if my wiener's hard, it's going to go right up. But if, you know... I don't think that's, you know, because of the water. It just goes up if I'm laying in the bed or if I'm walking or, okay. you know. I don't take many baths, but if I go into my mind and search my memory, mine doesn't necessarily float either way. So, <laughs> it just. You're right. It doesn't float. Well, it's just, I guess, yeah, I guess it's just like floppier I'll, with like anti-gravity. I would assume that when you're hard, you have more blood in there and blood has oxygen. So that maybe when it's erect, it might float. Um, but isn't. But it's denser. So isn't it I more dense? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so I don't know. If you're a scientist, kind of like a rock. If you have studied penis buoyancy, please write in to flophouseresents at <laughs> gmail.com and answer our dire questions. <laughs> Yeah, we need to know these. I, yeah, how am I going to live with myself? <laughs> That's pillow talk for tonight. So, Callie, this is what Shieldsy brought up on the podcast. <laughs> how do you feel about this? <laughs> what, what is your scientific opinion? <laughs> I always go up to her with those kind of questions because I'll read, like, 
Uh, or it's like just questions about girls in general. I can't think of them right now, but I'm like, hey, like, and I'll be thinking of like what guys do. And I'm like, do girls ever do this? <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't, I can't think of an example, but it's probably something like, do you ever th- like, just like as you're walking to the bathroom, you're like, oh, I need a pee and I'm going to jerk off. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I don't I didn't even know I was going to jerk off before I got up out of that couch. But now it sounds like a wonderful idea. Well, I didn't even think of this before. <laughs> I know. I, I think I did ask her something like that. I'm like, do girls think about that? She's like, I don't think so. It's just, it doesn't just like pop in her head like, oh, I got to pee. Time to masturbate. <laughs> and I would say that's a completely normal thought for any man. <laughs> it is. It's because we see our wieners and we're like, heck yeah. Hey, buddy. I'm cramping those pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, that's That reminds me when you said cramp in the pants. Um, you know what I found when I was going through my garage? Mm-hmm. Remember who – something happened to my balls. Remember like somebody hit my balls really hard? I don't know. I, I can think of a couple times where you've hit those where they've been hit. Something. I can't like imagine one particular Some story. Something bad happened to my testicles and Mandy Plant, she came over and she brought me a ball sack. Oh, it was kind of like a jock strap, I, but it only held my balls I up. remember that. I remember the strap. I don't remember what you did. I think you were skateboarding I, and you hit a rail swollen. or something maybe. Yes, that's what it was. And they got all big and swollen. And I, I said, Mandy, can you look at this? And she brought me a ball sack and looked at my balls to make sure that they were all right. Oh, man, that was terrible. But I found it. I saved that. I didn't save any fucking souvenirs, but I saved that as a fucking souvenir. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> man, Mandy Mandy was a, oh, God, she was great. So remember for Christmas? No, it was her birthday. One of the two. I got her like a strap on <laughs> from Amazon yes. and she opened it in the office from all of her like coworkers and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then. <laughs> As retaliation for Christmas, she got me a double-sided dildo. <laughs> oh, and we used to have so much fun with there, that. that. Oh, that was not how you guys would. We think. had so much we fun with that, man. People initiate with it. We remember we had this. Uh, remember Piper? Oh yeah, yeah. Piper and his initiation with that Chinese kid. I don't know what his name was. I can't remember <laughs> it right now. Um, sorry if you listen to this Chinese kid. Uh, <laughs> but Piper, uh, we made. Was it Juan? I think it was Wong. Uh, maybe you know, maybe no, it was Wong. No, now that I think about it, maybe it was someone else. All right. It, no, it was some other kid. I can remember the picture on the wall's chain, but uh, we made them both like hold the dildos in their mouth the whole night. And like they were like walking together as like friends. And the only time they were allowed to take the dildo out of their mouth was when they needed a drink of alcohol. And they did it all night long, just one end of each side of the penis in their mouth and walked like brothers. Well, before, before, oh, was, before we even got into port uh, with it, like right that the same night that I, I opened it up from the box because we were out at sea when it happened. Um, we'd go around people's racks and, you know, some people sleep and their mouth is kind of open. We'd put it like right up on their lips and take a picture. <laughs> and it looked so real. And we did like everybody, man. Or if they were late for their watch, I'd like beat them with it on the face. <laughs> like, hey, wake up, you gotta go to watch. <laughs> that thing was so heavy. I can't believe you would hit somebody in the brain. That, that. that thing was heavy. I don't even have it anymore. I, th- I th- Oh, I left it at the flop house when I left. So, so someone has it. <laughs> NCIS probably has it's it. It's in a bag in, somewhere. They have it in evidence. <laughs> <laughs> it's locked away in the, the flop house regime <laughs> evidence <laughs> in Sasebo, Japan. Those fucking assholes. You know, uh, I really, anybody, if you listen to this podcast and you were in the flop house and you have the pictures, send me the damn pictures. I'll, you, you write flop house presents doc or flop, uh, flop house presents at gmail.com. I'll, you write that, tell me you have the pictures, and I will send I'll send you the money for shipping. I want the pictures. Um, this kid, Tyson, that used to live in a house, he swore up and down that he had my blind melon poster. He's never given it to me. Do you remember that brownie boy got yep, me that yep, blind melon that. poster from Rolling Stone cover? Yeah, and like everybody said like all these people had it, but not one person will send me it. So if you or anybody knows where the stuff is, uh, there's a reward. Uh, it could be a pickle packet um, being sent to you if you can uh, lead to uh, the discovery of uh, of these uh, 
cherished heirlooms of my life. We're going to get an email from NCIS now. <laughs> it's like a bait email. <laughs> What's your address? We have it. Meet us at 7-Eleven. <laughs> and I'm like, the one in Sasebo? Man, they have delicious ham and cucumber sandwiches. Oh, I was talking to my brother about that. We went to a Vietnamese restaurant and uh, they had all those like little sprouts there. And I was like, hey. We, we used to get a cucumber sprout and ham sandwiches all the time from the from the gas station. They're amazing. <laughs> they were so good. And remember the Jake used to say that it tasted like uh, like the bread was like air yeah, or something yeah. like so that. Fluffy. So fluffy. Yeah, it was, like it was cloud. Amazing. It was like sandwich made with cloud. I know. And I don't even like man. I know you like mayonnaise after your mayonnaise and banana debacle. But uh Okay. I don't really like mayonnaise, but mayonnaise on that sandwich, oh my goodness. And I've tried recreating it, and it's just not the same without the right bread. So the, I, I can't the do mayonnaise it. and banana that you brought up. I made, My wife made crepes. Do you know what crepes are? Crepes. Um, it's like... Uh, they're small pancakes, right? I guess you can call them that. Like, yeah, let's just say they're like a thin pancake. I don't like using the word pancake, but... Yeah, let's say it's a really thin pancake. <laughs> Does it offend you to call them pancakes? <laughs> well, okay, so... Oh, me... no, my wife isn't making pancakes. So, She's making crepes. So my brother and I were in the car with our wives, and my wife had never had a crepe before. My brother and I, our grandmother used to make crepes for us when we were kids. So my brother's wife was telling my wife what a crepe is like. And she starts off by going, it's like a pancake. And at the exact same time, my brother and I are like, oh, no, it's not. Like, it's it's not like a pancake at all. You know? <laughs> so, um, Is it? It looks like a pancake, right? I can right? see why you, visually, yes, it does look like a pancake. But it's really... Do you use Bisquick to make no, it? No, you don't use Bisquick to make it. You use flour and you use a lot of eggs and you use some powdered sugar. And I think that's about vanilla so basically extract. Bisquick. No, it's not Biswick at all. <laughs> but anyway, it's amazing. Anyway, so uh, my wife, to celebrate her accomplishments, had some of her classmates over, and they did like a brunch type thing, and uh, my wife was making them crepes. So when we make crepes for people, you know, we, we, we break out the fresh strawberries, the bananas, and the Nutella, and maple syrup and stuff. And I like to put... And mayonnaise? Yes, I like to make the smashed... Bananas and mayonnaise. I call it, you know, banana yum. Anyway, so I'm making my banana yum, and I put it out on the table, and everyone's like, "What? What is that? Like, it's banana deliciousness." I was like, "Just try it," and the Oof. right, and they're like, "No, no, no, we're not going to try it." And uh, I would potentially stab. No, you no, no. If you okay, fooled okay. me into but, eating mayonnaise, I wasn't banana. fooling anyone into it. But it's really delicious. I've never had someone try it and say that they don't like it. I would punch you right in the right, nose. So l- let me finish my story here. So I make it right. And they're like, well, what's in it? And I was like, all right, I'm going to tell you, but don't get grossed out. You know, it's re- actually really delicious. And um, it's banana mixed with mayonnaise. And instantly they're like, oh, that's gross. You're the most disgusting man in the world. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it, I'm not going to lie. It pissed me off a little bit because... <laughs> I've been all around the world. I've tried the weirdest things, right? I've had crickets cooked on a stick in Thailand. So, like, I think... You're like, buy me, Ma. So, anyway, so I'm like, hey, I'm like, listen. All of you are college women that have just graduated from this hard school. You're supposed to be open-minded and more worldly now. I was like, don't... Yeah, they're only open-minded in the sack. Anyway, and I was like, don't be this (laughs) closed-minded. And I start getting pissed off, right? (laughs) Kathleen was like... Whoa! <laughs> He's gonna punch her. <laughs> so, and uh, but yeah, I was like my, I was like this is a, a recipe that my grandma used to make me when I was a kid. It's delicious. <laughs> Just try it. I was like, you don't taste individual banana or mayonnaise. It's like a whole new chemical reaction. So, uh, a couple of them tried it and they loved it. They thought it was great, but all the rest were like, oh, that is gross. You, who would ever eat that? I was like, shut up. <laughs> so they have so you put it on your crepe yeah I, I put it in my crepe i wrap my crepe up and then i take some sliced banana i put it on the top then i take a little bit of powdered sugar just a little bit i put it on top of the banana 
and then I take a very little bit of maple syrup over the top, just drizzle it there, and then I eat it. Well, it says here that you could, yeah, you could use mayonnaise. It says you could use mayonnaise or cream cheese or sour cream, any of those to put in with your banana in your crepe. So crepes are essentially stuffed pancakes. You could say that, but you could also put like chicken in there. And it, like crepes aren't just like a breakfast thing. You could, they could also be like a dinner thing or like a dessert but, um, so at night they're burritos in the morning they're pancakes. <laughs> they're <laughs> Here, fuck you. Don't fucking talk about my goddamn crepes. <laughs> I'm going to have Kathleen make them for you one day and you're going to find them to be the most amazing thing ever. You're going to come on the podcast. I swear, like if you put any <laughs> stupid mashed potato mayonnaise in my crepe, I'm throwing it at you. You're going to eat it if and is- you're going to find it to be the most delicious thing. You're going to be licking the bowl. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna install wireless cameras throughout whatever house I'm in <laughs> that are going signals to my phone like monitoring for mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, did you get um? Speaking of a little tech, uh, before we have to go here because I think we're almost yeah we're done. at that time. Yeah. Um. Speaking of tech, did you get your Apple Watch? I did. I'm wearing it. I love it. It's amazing. Oh. Yeah, you do. It's useless piece of shit. But I was thinking of uh, something uh, that could actually make it worthwhile. Uh, And, you know, there's a possibility. I don't think I'll do it. But maybe somebody else wants to bite off my idea and send me some of the royalties. What I was thinking of was creating an application on there that does um, emergency calling for your heart rate. So it can detect whether or not it's on your skin, right? So you can detect somebody's heart rate if it seems like they're in distress. Uh, it would call a have a, a calling center, or you could program it to call your friends and family that there's an emergency. Actually, uh, from there, you'd be able to contact that somebody else that is already and then call a thing. one. Bullshit! No, I've looked all it's over. It's totally for already it. thing. Um, Apple has released. Um, it's not really in the same idea that you have, but it's close. So. Apple has released, I think it's called Health HealthKit API or something. I don't remember. But anyway, um, if you have like diabetes or certain medical conditions, um, it monitors you for these specific conditions all the time. And it gives live statistics to doctors that do these like studies on these conditions, you know, um, like Parkinson's, diabetes, breast cancer, stuff like that. And it monitors all of your, your vitals and things like that. And if you do start to dip in a dangerous way, it does notify the doctor. The doctor sees it and could get in touch with you to, you know, address the situation or get you help or something like that. And there's actually other apps, um, Automation, I think it's called, um, where if you get in a car accident, it will instantly call the police. Well, you could do that with your phone. Well, the phone. Okay, so say you get an accident and... If you drop your phone, yeah, and, I know and, I like you're unconscious, like the phone will call nine one one because like it hooks up to the car and the car will be like, hey, I was in an accident, and it'll. Oh, my phone does that automatically. Well, my car, like I have the Ford, yeah, uh, Escape, and you could set like nine one one mode. So the car, if the car is in an accident, it automatically use because you're already connected the Bluetooth, so it already just calls. Yeah. There's like no app for it. It's just but like no, you put it in nine one one. Not mode. all, not all. Like my car is old and doesn't have like those cool features. So uh, it's just like this little thing I get that plugs into my little reader. You know, behind your underneath your steering column. I I plug it into there and it gives me all the, the stats for my vehicle and like my how I drive and stuff to save fuel. And uh, yeah, you know, it's just a, a feature of the app. But yeah, a lot of cars have it basic now, but I don't have a new car. I have a 2007. 2007. Lacking the cool oh, features. Oh yeah, mine's a 08. You still have that Scion? I do have that Scion still. All right. I still got my Scion. I need to register it here in Pennsylvania. I haven't driven in a long time. Well, I started up, but I don't really drive it because it's not registered. I'm actually thinking so. about dropping a car once we get up to Boston. I have two vehicles, but if I'll be working from home all the time, why do I really need a second vehicle? Well, you're going to be in Boston, so hopefully you don't – I don't know. Can you live – is there a base that you can live yeah, on? Yeah, 
There's a base. If I were you guys, I would live on base. Well, I mean, it is. Because yeah, when the weather gets really bad, Kathleen will just have to, like, you know, like, she'll be right there if we're on base. So that's what we're kind of gunning for, because, God, this winter up there was horrendous. <laughs> yeah, they, they had, like, 109 inches of snow, yeah. so... Um, good luck with that. You said you love lobster and they have lobster up there. Uh, so you're going to be good. Yeah, I'll be great. Good to go. I, I think we're, <laughs> I think we're at that section though, where we need to start thanking people. Uh, so th- Hey, thank you everybody. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Preston. Y'all have a good night. Yeah. And if you want to be thanked, flop, uh, patreon.com forward slash flop house presents. And if you ever want to get in touch with us, flophousepresents.com. I am at our shieldsy on Twitter. And I am at Active710, A-K-E-T-I-V, 710 on Twitter. And you can read us both at, at Flophouse Pre. <laughs> uh, that's that's all I got. That was that was your... <laughs> See you later, fuckers. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, up to, we've upped our standards. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I don't even know what we can say it today. So up yours. Let's try one more. We've upped our standards. So up yours, Flop University, motherfucker. <laughs>